everyone. I'm Dawn, your host of the Procovery Podcasts. Welcome back. Today we are speaking with Dr. Philip McClendon, former chairman of the Missouri Mental Health Commission. The Missouri Mental Health Commission, composed of seven members, appoints the director of the Department of Mental Health with confirmation by the state senate. The governor, again with the confirmation of the senate, appoints commissioners to four-year terms. The commissioners serve as principal policy advisors to the department director. Former Governor Matt Blunt appointed Dr. McClendon to the commission. Dr. McClendon is senior pastor at Calvary Baptist Church in Joplin, Missouri. Calvary Baptist Church is one of the fastest growing churches in the state of Missouri. He has served nationally both on the advisory board of Christians for World Peace and the Service Academy Candidate Advisory Committee for Congressman Roy Blunt since 1997 and on the Ethics Committee for Senator Bond since 2003. Dr. McClendon began facilitating a recovery circle in 2008, and we are honored to have him join us today. Please have a listen to our in-depth interview. We asked Dr. McClendon, why Procovery? And this is what he had to say. Well, I was with the Mental Health Commission, served on the commission, and I would, of course, watch programs and grants that they would receive and programs that they were looking at. And Procovery struck me to be very positive and something that was approaching substance abuse and the treatment in a different way. And I could see in counseling over the years that this program brings a new uh, perspective to, to treatment, and that's why I pursued it. Dr. McClendon's recovery circle was specific to individuals in an inpatient setting dealing with substance abuse issues. Here, Dr. McClendon shares with us how he feels recovery works for this population. I think it works amazingly well because the reading and the materials themselves help people to feel comfortable and I found those that would not comment or, or seem to participate in other lectures or sessions uh, would in this. They felt comfortable to read something that was a statement or related to them. And it just brought the best out of them. And also I found one remarkable thing. There was a lady who couldn't uh, read very well, but she wanted to participate. And so the guy sitting next to her, uh, when she didn't know a word, or how to pronounce it, he would just quietly share with her what that word was so she wouldn't be embarrassed. And it brought a unity in the whole group. And I, I thought it was a perfect picture of how people can help each other, even though they're in a difficult situation. Uh, when you feel everybody is pulling for you and supporting you, it just brings the best out of you. And then the statements from the book. I, I was always amazed how they would decide or determine this statement relates to me personally on this day, and they would begin sharing. And so I thought it was one of the best approaches to help people overcome their addiction that, that there is. I don't think there's a better program out uh, than I know anything about. Next, Dr. McClendon shares with us how he feels Procovery works in conjunction with other programs for individuals dealing with substance abuse. 
I think when it helps the group bond together, which I think uh, reading those statements and just making their own comments and uh, not having to have the right answer or the answer that someone else thinks is right, uh, once they're able to make that communication and contact, it relates well because it will help them in another program, uh, their own ability to relate and not be embarrassed. And so I think it just fits really, really well. I thought it was just excellent the way I felt it would relate. Here, Dr. McClendon shares with us about his favorite excerpt from The Power of Procovery. The excerpt is a poem, and it's uh, describing walking down the street, and it's like a routine of walking down the street, and you see, may see something different, but ultimately, at the end of that poem, it says, what I need to do is walk down a different street. And every time we would have our groups, someone would take that poem. And I don't know if it's because the way the, the poem is designed on the page or if they read that and it just it struck them. But they know that if they keep doing the same thing, they're going to get the same result. And when they realize, if I keep walking down and do the same as I've always done it, then I'm going to be back here again. But if I find a different street, then life can change. And that was so striking to me that... When a person read the poem, it just came out and you could see it on their face that, you know, this is really the answer. I need to go walk down another street. That was the most striking thing of all. Next, Dr. McClendon shares how he feels the book, The Power of Procovery, has impacted the members of his circle. The book especially helps people see life from a different perspective and you can, you can open the book and as you do, I would see people read something and they read it because, uh, and shared it because it struck them at the moment. And uh, the book brings out an inner perspective. Uh, it, it touches their life where they are at that moment. And uh, they relate to the thought that enhances life at that very moment. Here, Dr. McClendon shares his view of procovery. I think it, it brings a balance sometimes uh, that I've seen programs miss uh, seeing the positive aspects of a person's life. Rather than spending all your time on what happened in the past, it helps you look to the future. Next, Dr. McClendon speaks about the impact Procovery has had on the members of his circle. You know, it helped them participate in the group. I could see it shows that everybody can participate and uh, everyone can share their answer. And I like it because it, it says, well, there, there are no right or wrong answers. That frees people up to speak. And knowing that what they say is valuable to everyone, the book brings that out, how, how important it is. It, it's, your, it's your thoughts, how you think about them. And, and everyone may have a different answer, but, you know, there's no right or wrong answers. And I thought that was great. Here, Dr. McClendon shares with us what it was about the Procovery program that made him want to complete the training and become a licensed facilitator. I was on the Mental Health Commission, so I had a number of programs that came through, and I always tried to pick the best ones to be involved in, and I saw immediately, this this is a winner, and um, I was so intrigued by it. From the moment I saw it, that I went through all the training. And then when I started, it just continued what I anticipated would happen. And I, I saw changed lives from it. Next, Dr. McClendon shares what hope means to him. Well, 
hope I know is is one of the greatest gifts that a person has because as long as they have hope, uh, we see what can be. Uh, we find possibilities, and so you look at people's lives in a different way when you have hope because you realize here is the possibility of the change. And if we didn't think someone could change or we change ourselves, nothing's different. So hope is something that's it's great. In fact, in the Bible, it's faith, hope, and love. It's three of the greatest things uh, that we have. Here, Dr. McClendon shares with us a view of Joplin, Missouri, for our listeners who may have never had the opportunity to visit. Joplin is it's about 40,000 people, and they have like 350,000 people that come into the city every day because of our hospitals and shopping. So it's, a, it's actually the hub of the four-state area because Kansas and Oklahoma and Missouri and Arkansas all come together right in the southwest corner. And so we have people from all four states shopping here. And uh, uh, also southwest Missouri, unfortunately, has a high meth rate. So it's a wonderful place to live, but we also have our challenges Next, Dr. McClendon shares what he would like to see happen with Procovery in the future. I mean, I think the program is so important that there are creative minds that can help us keep the program in the state of Missouri and and throughout the country. There's a great need for Procovery, and um, I just I want to be a part of uh, helping the program progress and stay uh, because it changes people's lives. So I hope it. We find ways, creative ways, to keep it, especially in our state. Here, Dr. McClendon provides his advice for anyone interested in bringing Procovery to his or her agency. I would give them a copy of the book and um, share with them how it it works and show the results that have been in people's lives. And I think from that, uh, they can't help but stop and say, you know what, We, we need this or I've never uh, walked through something like this. So I I think I would tell them how important it is. I I don't know of a better way to change people's thinking and their mindset than than the program of Procovery. I don't think there's a better way to do it. Next, Dr. McClendon talks about how he feels Procovery fills a need. It fills the need of a person and a group that are working to overcome an addiction that is disabling their life and to come to the grips of where they are and how they can come out of this addiction and how their lives can be changed. It takes something that sparks the mind and the heart and something that uh, is very positive must come into their life. And this was the, the great thing that I found in Procovery and probably one of the main things that attracted me to it. Uh, we can spend hours and days looking at our past and who hurt us and who we hurt and we go through all of those things. And I'm, I'm not saying that that's not necessary or it's not needed, but if we can get into our life, we have a future and see positive uh, results in our life, uh, we can overcome anything. Uh, that was probably the key for pro-covery for me because... I could see people drowning in their failures, but not realizing they have a future. 
When asked if he would like to speak about one thing regarding his experience with ProCovery, Dr. McClendon shared the following. I would like for them to know the positive influence that's within the program and to see some of the lives that have been changed by ProCovery. I, I watched uh, different people read statements, and the statement out of that book or on the card was actually the statement of their life and you know how their life was changed. Some were dads and moms, and they had little children, and uh, they would say, you know, I, my life has to change because I have these children. And, you know, I, I could see them really wanting to change their life because they, they could see what was possible with their life. And it kept hoping within them. And without hope, there's no change. So I could see, I could see that hey, this can bring about hope. And when I could see it, a person changing, it really motivated me to want to help others. We are greatly appreciative to Dr. McClendon for taking the time to speak with us and for his deep commitment to and support of ProCovery. Please tune in next week as we continue to hear exciting, inspiring, and diverse guests across varied settings. And remember to pass the ProCovery podcast page link along to friends, family, and colleagues. As always, we invite you to follow us at www.twitter.com ProCovery. Today, in honor of Dr. McClendon and all of his many circle members, we will be leaving you with his favorite excerpt from The Power of ProCovery. It is an autobiography in five short chapters from the book, There's a Hole in My Sidewalk by Portia Nelson. This excerpt is used with permission and gratitude to Ms. Nelson's family for allowing us to share this with you. Chapter 1. I walk down the street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. This isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Chapter 2. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in this same place. But it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Chapter 3. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit, but my eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. Chapter 4. I walk down the same street. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter 5. I walk down another street.